let's do it. All right, hey, good morning everybody, or good afternoon, depending on where you are. Vinny Fisher here, the founder of Fully Accountable, with another show from The Total CEO. You know what we're doing here, right? We are always trying to find great guests who are giving back to our community. And I can think of no other than Steve Gordon, who is the actual founder and creator of The Unstoppable CEO. So hey, Steve, thanks and welcome to the show. Hey, Vinny, it's great to be here. Hey, so um, I think it's really cool. What a great guest to have that's exactly serving and loving on the community of people filled like you and I who are CEOs. So before we get into some fun questions and I interrupt you 76 times and all that <laughs> great stuff, could you give us a little bit of a soundbite about Steve? Yeah, so um, I've been in business for... Gosh, I don't even want to admit how many years now, but uh, over 20, we'll put it that way. And uh, I, I was really fortunate early in my career. About four years out of college, I uh, have a technical degree, went to work for a, an engineering consulting company, really small niche in uh, engineering. And um, and was just fortunate, landed in the right place at the right time, and kind of got taken under the wing by the founder of that business. And four years later, he asked me to take over as CEO. And didn't realize it when I came in, but apparently I was his exit plan. And um, so at the age of 28, I took over this growing company, and we continued to grow it. Um, and I got to tell you, it was a total baptism by fire. Um, and we had a blast doing it. And um, I really got, uh, through that, I got really interested, not so much in the technical work we were doing, but in actually growing the business and, and primarily in marketing and positioning the business. And uh, so after about 12 years of doing that, I decided that, uh, you know, I really loved that part of it and, uh, and decided I wanted to focus on that. And so that's what we do now. We work with, we call them unstoppable CEOs. Um, that term unstoppable came out of a conversation with a buddy of mine. Uh, we were talking about, you know, like he was asking me, um, you know, so who, who is it that you really are trying to, to serve here? And I said, well, you know, it's, it's that, that, uh, that guy that, uh, or, or gal that, you know, they started their business and they've been pretty successful by most accounts, but you know, the way they got there wasn't like some magic thing. It's just like, they just kept going. They just slogged through and everything that was thrown at them, they just persevered through it. And, uh, and he's like, right, oh, so yeah. so they're, right they're unstoppable. Yeah. So and let's go like, right yeah, there. That's it. Like, I think in order to be a successful CEO, you have to literally accept the burdens in, in life. If you actually let other people decide, then you're going to be the stopped CEO, right? You're totally, yeah. I can't tell you how many times here are fully accountable in the beginning days, people were like, that's just not going to work, man. Like, why are you even doing that? Like, that just sounds hard. I'm like, exactly. Like, I'm out to try to fix something. So if we listen to most people around us, I'd have closed this company five times, maybe 50 times, right? Uh, so yeah, that's the person you're serving, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, and so it's been, uh, we've been doing that for seven years now. And it's been uh, just an absolute blast because I get to work in lots of businesses That's instead awesome. of just one. And, so you wrote uh, a book, me, right? Yeah, I wrote a book. Yeah, that was, that was a process. Unstoppable um, referrals, right? Yep. 
So do you mostly, when you, when you write that book, it's, it looks great. And, um, you know, for anyone out there, real quick, I just want to tell you, Steve wrote a book called Unstoppable Referrals. I think I had our team look. We can find this in Amazon, right, Steve? It's on Amazon. Yep. You can get it on awesome. Amazon. So we'll, um, put, we'll put here, since we're live, we'll put links below that everyone can have a, a way to find that book. But so do you find yourself working a lot with service businesses? Like what, do, where do you find your, some of your breakout on that? Yeah. So we, we've worked with all kinds of businesses, but really what we've realized is that, that our sweet spot and really my personal passion is working with service businesses. Cool. Um, that's where I came from. And uh, I actually grew up in the service business. So my, my dad, who is uh, about to retire, um, he's in his 70s now. Uh, he's a CPA and had a, a successful CPA practice, you know. So I was the kid that grew up, you know, crawling around this time of year particularly. Exactly, um, watching tax right before Right before right. April 15th, you know, crawling yeah. around the, his office floor. So I kind of grew up in, in a small professional service business. And, okay, cool. And, uh, and so, yeah, that's who we serve. And, um, and so you know, what specifically I, I just, do you do for them, Steve? Like, what are some of the things just kind of like, what do you do to help a service business? Help them get more referrals? Sure. Well, we, we help them grow. And the number one thing that we hear from people in those businesses, because most of them got into whatever they're doing because they like doing it, right? They like to practice, but they don't really like selling. And so right. what we hear from them is, you know, um, whenever I'm in front of a potential client, they often will become a client, like nine out of 10 become, out, become a client, right? But I just, I'm never in front of enough people. And where we come in and we help them is we help them get in front of more people that are their ideal client. Cool. Yeah. And so what would be a nugget we could give? Because a lot of CEO service owners are listening to you right now. Uh, when I say a lot, you know, my, my sister and my wife and like three other people are watching you right now. So, <laughs> uh, so like what, what? would be a great tip that you could give somebody that you like one thing you do when you come in and say, gosh, this is what you need to do right now. Stop other things, but do this to start picking up referrals. What's like your number one tip? So the, the very first thing that we do with our clients is we get them to focus. Most businesses are chasing too many different types of potential clients. And they do that because they're, they fear that they don't have enough lead flow. You know, uh, we talk with people who are maybe only getting, you know, one or two or three prospects a month, sometimes not, not even that many. And they've got maybe a steady client base, but they don't have any new ones coming in. So they will take on anybody that walks in the front door. And what we found is that, and it's a little counterintuitive, the fastest way to grow is to get really narrowly focused on one type of person that you serve better than anybody else that get, they get the most value from what you do. And if you really hone in and focus on them, and it's not that you're going to turn people away that don't fit that description if they're coming to you, but in terms of what you're trying to attract, you focus on that, what we see is that focus speeds up growth dramatically. Yeah, so Steve, we say something around here all the time, niche down to scale up. Yep, you niche always. Down. It will allow you to scale up because, you know, it's funny. We talk to service people all the time and they'll say, yeah, I kind of do this and it's really loose, right? I'm like, mm -hmm. you're not giving anyone permission to understand how to do business with you. Right. And, and so is that the hardest thing, getting someone to mentally like, be afraid to claim the fact that they do one specific thing? Oh, totally. Yeah. I mean, there's all kinds of fears that surround that. Mm. 
They, they have, you know, fear that if they do that, somehow they're going to send the message that, that they're not open for business for anybody else, uh, which frankly is, is probably a good thing, but that's a lot of fear there. Uh, they fear what it's going to, you know, how it's going to uh, come across to their existing clients who don't fit that mold. Mm. I mean, there's just all kinds of things. And, and the big fear is that suddenly they're not going to have enough opportunity in that little narrow niche. And, and the, the honest truth of what we found and I mean, we've at this point worked with over a hundred business uh, professional service businesses in, you know, really one-on-one and, and what we see in every one of them is the minute they do this, they'll resist and resist and resist. The minute they do it, things take off and there's more opportunity there than what they think, what they ever imagined. They, they often will see opportunities once they focus that were invisible to them before they were right there, but they never noticed them. Huh? That's really great yeah. advice. And so once they, once you get them past that step, once you get a business owner realizing you need to niche down in order to scale up, what, what's like a first action item? Cause that's a big deal, right? It's like moving right. a rock. So once that rocks moved, what, what, what's like an easy step that someone can take that you say, you know what, we need to do this. Yeah. So, you know, there are like a million and two different ways to market your business right now with all the social media and all this stuff, the web, all that, all that's wonderful, right? But it's a giant distraction. Mm. And the fastest, easiest way, especially if you're, most of our clients are selling what we would call a high ticket service. In other words, the, the first transaction they have with a client who's probably going to be a very long-term client is at least maybe three to $5,000. And often it's a heck of a lot more than that. Right, right. So the fastest way to get that kind of client is actually to go through referrals, go to the people that you know that already trust you. Yeah. But the way that we go, most of us go after referrals is we go, Hey, you know, you know anybody that needs some accounting software today? Right. Right. And your clients are like, "Uh, not only no, but I'm a little bit scared of having that conversation with somebody. They won't tell you that. But if you've ever had that conversation with a client, then all of a sudden they're in the witness protection program and you can't find them. It's because you've scared them. Right. And it's not that they don't want to help you, but often they don't know how and it puts them in an uncomfortable position. So, you know, we, when we're working with our clients, one of the first things we want to get them to realize around referrals is that if, if your whole approach is like that, then basically you're putting all of the marketing and sales part of your business on the backs of your unpaid and untrained sales force called your clients. Right. And it's not their job. So what all we want to do is have them do the very smallest part of this that they have to do, which is make the connection. And we want to make that super easy for them. And the way that we have found to do that is we use this thing. I call it a referral kit. And I talk about it in my book. Cool. And uh, we've, got, we've got a free email course if people don't, you know, they want to check it out before they even buy the book. But the book is like, you know, 15 bucks. It's a, it's a, it's a good deal. It'll help you. Trust me. But, um, it's okay, man. Like, let me just stop you right there. This is awesome. That's why I fell in love with what you guys are doing. Don't, if someone doesn't want to invest 15 bucks in their business, that's not someone that's either getting it or wanting to scale up anyway. So don't be shit. Yeah, totally. Brother. I'm with you. Same page. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, we, what we recommend is you create this thing called a referral kit. Okay. And a referral kit really simply is just, you take the information you might deliver during your sales process. So you're going to educate your prospects. You're going to, you know, 
talk to them about the problems that they're facing, the consequences of those problems. And that's really important because nobody ever pays to get a problem solved. They pay to get a consequence removed. We all have problems that we're not willing to spend a dime to fix, right? right. We're perfectly happy with, but they got to get painful, right? They got to have a consequence. And then talk to them a little bit about the solution that you offer. You don't have to share the whole solution. Everybody's afraid of sharing the whole solution because then people won't, you know, come and do business with you, which I think is a bunch of BS anyway, because if they're going to do it themselves, you know, do it yourselfers are not potential clients. So uh, you could give it all away if you wanted to, but you only got to give them a, a first step of the solution. Package that up into something that's easy for your clients and your, your referral partners, people in your network to pass on and they'll pass it on. Because so what do you guys you, do, you guys, uh, you help them with that. So other thing you do is yeah, totally. like if they're just busy being a lawyer or an accountant or whatever, you can come in and your team will help them kind of package up and put together. And, and that's absolutely part of the service with you guys, right? Is absolutely not only do you help the awareness part, but if they're just busy, like baking cakes, you can come in and help them do that part of it. Is that right? Yeah, I have yet to work with a firm owner that has a lot of time on their hands, right? They've right. all got a full plate. Well, those so are the candlestick maker, right? I mean, that's what yeah. they do, right? Yeah, so I mean, and this is our expertise. We spent the last seven years boiling this down to a process so we can actually take a firm from zero to really starting to get consistent referrals. And by consistent referrals, we mean usually about 20 to 25 a week if they want that many. Nice. Not everybody wants that many in about 30 days. And, and so, can, take and so the there's, there's progress is here. I think of an ascension ladder. So someone could read your book, get, understand this referral kit. If they have a little bit of resources, you can help them, invest in them. They could do some of this. But the goal here that I think everyone misses is you got to have a business that can take 20 leads a week, right? I mean, if it can only take two, we got some problems. But let's just assume all things aside that there's a little bit of scale capability in the company. The, somebody could re, get this stuff and implement a referral kit process attitude in their business. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because yeah. I get a, a lot of folks when we're talking with them and we tell them, you know, 20 leads a week, they're like, oh my God, I could never deal with that, right? And in a lot of professional practices, that, frankly, that's the truth. But what you have to understand about these 20 leads is these are 20 people who are, are raising a hand and expressing some interest in what you do. Yeah. That's okay. So, but they may not all be ready to become your client today. Right. And we usually see two types of prospects coming to the businesses that do this. They'll get a percentage that are, they have a, an immediate pressing need, usually about 15%. And we track numbers with all of our clients and averages out to around 15% of the people. So out of those 20, you're going to get two or three that week that maybe need to come in right away, have a conversation with you, and they're probably going to become a client, right? Then you've got the other group. Well, these are people that have an interest, but they might be ready next week, next month, whatever. And we call that the insurance policy. So in professional services, right, the, the way that it always works, the business cycle for most firms is I go out, I market because I don't have any work and I get work. And then I got to do the work. So I don't have any more time to market. So I stop marketing and I do all that work. And then, uh-oh, there's no more work to do. I got to go. So it's yeah. this whole roller coaster thing, right? We call it the hamster wheel. I call it actually the hamster wheel of death because it'll kill you. <laughs> and, um, and so what we do is we take all of the, that, the, the other, you know, 16 or 17 leads and we put them onto a 
what we call the never ending platform. And this is just a way to stay in touch with them. We make it really, really simple. So you don't have to sit and write like a whole long newsletter every week or whatever. You know, we make it very, very simple for the businesses to put this together. And that way they're accumulating potential clients. And what we found is that once you get to a certain number, somewhere between 500 and, and 1,000 of these people, which takes a normal business maybe about six months to a year to get to, um, that that group of people start, they, people start just hopping off on a regular basis saying, okay, I'm ready now. Right. And now you have a business that never has the ups and downs. I love you have it. your own All right, so how prospects. Does, how does somebody, um, we'll put everything you say in a link, so don't worry about like, how does somebody find you guys? So the easiest way to find us, our, our website is, is at unstoppableceo.net. Um, and it's important.net, not.com. And uh, we've got a, a, a free email course. If you go and you sign up for it, it will explain kind of the basics of all of this awesome. for you, help you understand it. Um, and you, you can get that if they go to uh, unstoppableceo.net uh, forward slash Vinny. And uh, they'll be able to go just for listeners of, of, of this show. Uh, they'll be able to go and get that. Um, and um, and that'll give them a good introduction. Cool. It's very and nice. Then, so in uh, case anyone missed yeah. that, Steve's giving this awesome little gift for being on this show. And we, yeah, I love that you named it after me because I am awesome. So, hey, so forward slash Vinny, right? And we'll have that yep. link there for you guys if you want. Um, I love this, unstoppable referrals. I can't tell you how many clients – and we even think like this sometimes, but you're fully accountable. We have so many people that are riding this wave. I like this restart the hamster wheel thing. Go get six clients. All of a sudden, you know, we work a lot with agencies, right? Because the agencies have clients who are a mess and they need our software to run their back office. And it's surprising to me that up and down these agencies go through. They'll get a $10,000 a month engagement, a big one. They'll fix everything, and then off they go. But that's the nature of the service business, right? Not everyone's right. around. You solve problems, they leave. And they're discouraged because they don't have this consistent lead flow. I like that nurturing part you talked about. You called it a platform where you kind of are continually feeding them with industry information and helping them. And so that's really awesome. All right, I'm switching gears. I want okay. to years. That's great. We can find you. That's, and we're going to keep pushing that. This is a much needed service. I really appreciate that wisdom. All right. Talk to me about something I think is more painful. And that is what, you know, when I want to get back to this mindset of thinking you have to serve everybody. Mm -hmm. How do you, how, how do, what's a tip we can give somebody to because this is the opposite thinking. I give this advice a lot, Steve. And I'm telling you, I want everyone to give the advice you and I are giving. Niche down to scale up. No one believes it. How do you, no. how do you grab them, shake them? What can we say to people today that really believe this? I want to get back. I think that's the most important part of this because the implementation starts getting real. I say to my kids, it's real easy to know what to do once you know what you are. Mm -hmm. How do I help somebody know what they are? So what we found is that the easiest way to do this is simply just to prove it to them. Okay. So the way we do that is we tell them, all right, we're going to, we're going to narrow you down to one type of ideal client and they'll complain and they'll say, no, we can't do that. We've got five different types of people that we serve and we'll take anybody with a heartbeat and a wallet because we like money. And I say, I get that. You don't have to turn any of those people away, but we're just going to stop chasing them for a little while. Ooh. For the next 60 days, we're going to stop chasing everybody with a heartbeat and a wallet, and we're only going to focus on these few people. 
and, or, you know, this one type of client. And we take them through a process where we get really, really clear on that. Takes them about two hours. We have what we call some thinking tools that we tell them, go to a coffee shop, take these thinking tools. They're, they're, you know, they help them think on paper. And we ask them some, some key questions about who they really serve and what value that, that type of client gets out of it. And we get that down on paper. We want to understand the, the problems and the consequences for that type of client. And then we help them build a mm. referral kit that packaged up information for just that specific type of client. And then we let them go out and, and focusing on that, go see what kind of results they get. Because for a long time, I tried to just convince them that, that this was the smart thing to do. And apparently I'm not that persuasive because no, they weren't buying funny. it. You probably are. There's something I've learned over time, and it's, it's actually naturally built within us. It's very, we fight that resistance of the change, and we'll go back to normalcy. Normalcy might be psychotic, but it's at least what our brain knows is normal. So, you know what? You could be, I can sell ice cream to Eskimos, Steve. I cannot convince people of this subject. I like it. So, you just say, all right, do me a favor. Park your marketing activities to everybody. Stop being all things everybody. Don't say no, but let's just try a segment here of our referral process. What kind of, um, what kind of discipleship or win rate do you find happening when, you, when you're able to do that? We're, we're pretty close to 100%. So, nice, nice. You know, I mean, once they see it happening, it's, it's hard to argue with it. Um, and the thing that we tell them is, look, you don't have to be stuck on one forever. Yeah. Most of the businesses that we work with, ultimately, they end up with what we would you know, deem as an ideal client. They'd end up with maybe three, at the most, four of those. For a, a, a smaller business where you don't have a huge marketing department, that's about all you can handle. And communicate yeah. with. And what we find is when we go through this process, we create this, this referral kit, we package up what they convey in their, their sales process, that about 80 to 90% of that overlaps the different ideal clients. So once they've created one of these, that's really specific, like, you know, say, say we're going to create one for accountants and then we want to come back and we want to create one for attorneys. Well, probably 80, 90% of that is going to be the same. Nice. And we're going to tweak right. a little bit of language. And that's what allows you to go from one niche to another niche. Cause you're just, exactly. you're just moving. I love it. All right. Hey, we're winding down our time. I want to be respectful of your time. Steve Gordon, unstoppableceo.net, we can find you. I love this book, Unstoppable Referrals, because you have a process. If someone will do that, my fear isn't the process, it's getting you people to believe what he's <laughs> saying. And so just try, you're saying, you know what, don't believe it, just try it and trust in seeing through. Actually, let's be a scientist. Let's state a hypothesis and let's try to prove if I'm wrong. If I'm right, great. You have a new way to do it. If I'm wrong, you get to go back to your regular way of in, investing in your service practice. Sound like a fair yeah. right? All right, cool. Steve Gordon, um, what's one thing that you would like in your business that our community, what's a need that you have right now? Oh, gosh. Um, you know, that's a great question. I think the biggest need we have right now is we have uh, – We've launched a new podcast and you, you've been a guest on it and, yeah. uh, and, uh, a great well, I fell guest. in love with you guys. I love what you guys yeah. do. It's great. And, and so really what we're, what we're looking for is, um, if anybody listening knows a really great CEO that's been unstoppable, we're not all about going out and interviewing the latest best-selling author and the yeah. famous speaker and all that. I like talking to other CEOs that are running real businesses 
who have persevered for nice. years and been successful. And so, uh, if so we if know, know somebody if like our that, community knows of some of those people, you know that, somebody like that. Yeah. Get them, get in touch with Steve. We will continue to send you some quality people. You know, I only know one or two, but those one or two are awesome. And we'll keep sending those over. Steve Gordon, unstoppableceo.net. Thanks for being on the show today, bud. Thank you, sir. Great to be here. Great to have you, bud.